0: right write with fact of speak the universe listens what we love doing is inspiring and providing the tools needed for our listeners all over the globe to be your best selves to live your best lives and to easily create abundance in your relationships finances and health greetings everyone today we have nin asir Joining us once again, we loved having her so much that we've asked her to come back um, to share more with us. And today, our topic is moving from belief to knowing. So, thank you for joining us again today. How are you? I'm
1: great. Thank you. Glad to have you back. back. (laughs) Thank you.
0: (laughs) So, moving from belief to knowing, Diana, what does that mean to you? How do you feel about that?
2: Well, I mean, when you believe in something, um, you know, you take it to another level by knowing what that is. It almost becomes a physical part. It's almost it manifests into something to something much, much bigger. Um, You're bringing it from your inside, Um, not just what somebody told you, not just what you read, but it's coming from your internal being. That's what it means to me. Mm
1: -hmm. Belief, I was always taught that, you know, belief is kind of like having blind faith. There's a room for doubt. You believe it, but then it's like, "Mm." but when you're acting out of a sense of knowing, it's like, without a shadow of a doubt, it's like, you don't, for example, you don't believe you can ride a bike once you know how to ride. You just know you can ride it, and you ride it Mm -hmm. without even thinking. It's no guessing. It's just something that is eight, And I think that um, when you're in belief mode, once you've had a certain amount of experiences with something, you kind of move into that sense of knowing. It can be a, a process where you can move into mm-hmm. that sense of, oh, I can do this, or whatever it is that you... Are trying to know. (laughs) Nobody. Once you get that knowing, Mm
2: -hmm. nothing can shake that because you know it, you know, um, just, you know, fully and Mm -hmm. like, no, I know this. I know Mm -hmm. how to ride that bike or no, you know, I know what this is. I know how it makes me feel, so I'm good Mm -hmm. from there. Mm -hmm. How about you, that?
0: Yeah, so I think that making that distinction is an important distinction because I think in general, we always act as if we know certain things. Like even maybe a conversation we're having today, people are saying, oh, I already know that. You know? Or if you talk about, okay, well all things are possible, people are like, I know. But then at the same time they're struggling in their lives. Right. Um, so do you know it or do you believe it? Like right. and what's the difference <laughs> in that? Um and how do you make that shift from believing to knowing like what is that hurdle that you need to overcome and i remember i don't know if this is a good analogy or not but i remember um back in school on the very first day of school one of my professors had us take an exam and if the exam is about so it was like a i want to say an abnormal psychology class and so we had to take an exam on about abnormal psychology. And so, of course, we're like, okay, I'm here to learn about this. Like, why are you? <laughs> I'm not taking
1: an exam. <laughs> <You know.
0: laughs> and so, what her um, rationale was, she said that when you learn about, let's say, abnormal psychology, you're always saying that you already know it like there's a feeling you already know this it sounds it's it's kind of things that you see every day in your life and so you there's this feeling like I already know this I already know this mm-hmm. I already know this and so she wanted to show us in advance no you don't <laughs> so let's get that out of the way right now right, you don't know it <laughs> so pay attention <laughs> to what I'm talking about and um you know like I have this personal thing so let's say if I want to learn how to let's say I want to lose weight so honestly I think the people who have the most knowledge about losing weight are people who are heavier because a lot of times they have um, done more research and they have tried different diets and different plans and so they might have more information than the next person about how to lose weight. However, that's not who I'm going to go to if I want to lose weight. I'm not going to go to a heavier person because there's something that they're missing in the equation. So everyone will say, well, I know how to lose weight. I just need to eat less and exercise more. Everybody knows that. But obviously there's something that's missing. So that's when I want to go to an expert because I want to see what is that slant? What is that thing, that thin line that's missing? And so the same with this conversation, moving from belief to knowing. How do you make that shift? What What's the missing piece that will get you from believing something to knowing something?
1: Well, it takes me immediately back to, again, my trip to India. Going there and reading the program and what we were about to experience, I was like, Oh, wow. I was super excited and I just couldn't wait to experience it all, see it all. But I know that something in the back of my mind did not believe everything (laughs) that I was about to see. (laughs) And it wasn't until I actually saw like people flying up in the air beside me, like literally beside me, or things you that you wouldn't normally see that I you know, I move into a space like, oh, so this is possible. People can do this. Where before it was like, Oh, I believe I honestly believe that it could happen and people could do those things that I was witnessing. But once I saw it, it was like, oh, okay this thing is real <laughs> it took all the doubt away and you know and it's 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 that small shift of you know you know like I, you know i used to say i believe that you know there are people out there who have extraordinary gifts extraordinary what someone would say, powers mm-hmm. that you know they can do things, they have you know these, you know, they can they have this intuition, or people can heal mm-hmm. with their mind or heal with their hands and stuff like that. Um, but it took me to see it, you know, and what I learned there was that the mind works just like that, you know, seeing is believing, or what they say is believing, but I, but for me, it was like seeing. It with my own eyes mm-hmm. made the shift into oh this is possible and now I'm expecting it. It's like oh we all can do it. It's not it's not a, seriously it's not a big deal, <laughs> right? I came back with everybody can do it. We just don't try.
0: Mm-hmm. And we then just don't try. even the word try. Um, I remember when you and I were studying and and you know. The book the seven spiritual laws of success is a teeny little book and if you haven't read it please get it because it's a must read and i'm going to even say if you read it you can't just read it you have to study it um it's very simple but yet it's something to study um over and over again but when you and i were studying the seven spiritual laws of success i remember one of the things that deepak Chopra said is that grass doesn't try to grow it just, it just grows, grows. Right. birds don't try to fly they just, just fly right. and um so a lot of times i will say i'm gonna try to do this and i'm gonna try but even when i say it i already feel that there's no power in that right mm-hmm. <laughs> you know there is no power and i know if someone tells me i'm gonna try to make it <sighs> well i don't expect to see them no you not coming, You're not coming. <laughs> And so, you know, and just the power of words, you know, like the word try, um, it really does put all of the doubt in it. Like you're already saying, I don't know if I can do it. I don't, I'm not sure if I can do it. Um, So, yeah, I think that's one of the words that we need to delete, delete, delete from our vocabulary.
2: (laughs) And it's so important when you talk about, the words, and you talk about trying. So many of us don't know what those words are because we've been taught trying is not a bad word. But when you're putting it in, you know, the context of what we're talking about, mm-hmm. trying, it does have that doubt there. Well, why mm-hmm. do you need to try? Just do it, mm-hmm. right? You know. Um, but with that, just doing it, we have, in a earlier podcast we talked about that fear. Mm-hmm. So then that comes into play as well, and then knowing what those blocks are, right. you know, to be able to you know, get that noise out of your head and release and be able to just do it. Mm
0: -hmm. It's almost like an excuse ahead of time because I know I'll be like, okay, I'll try. But it's almost like I built in the excuse, like, I'm not sure I can do it. I don't think I can do it. I might can't do it. So, yeah, it's building in that excuse for not being successful ahead of time. So if I'm already saying probably not gonna be successful, then I'm probably not gonna <laughs> be, be successful. successful. Right. So what are some things that you all can name that
1: you just know? You don't know how you know, you just know. You know you can do, you know, or you know information about it. You don't, you don't know how, but you just know.
0: I mean, I think that's mostly everything that we do in life. Like you really is, is harder to say what we know because it's everything. Like in terms mm-hmm. of, you know, you get up, you don't think about, oh, I'm gonna have to try to get up right now. Okay. You just can get up, you know, or, um, I don't have to try to talk. I just talk, talk.
1: Right. you know,
0: I don't have to try to blink my eyes. I just blink my eyes. Um, and I know you're probably thinking something deeper than that, but I'm just thinking like it would be hard, almost hard to identify what you just know because it's so much a part of you, so close to you.
1: I I just see knowing when you're in a space of knowing you're the apps, you're, you're with source, you're, you're there, you're, you've tapped in, you've gone deeper to the point where you don't even have to, what you say, try or believe you just know because mm-hmm. you you're yeah. connected, it's no thinking or trying or anything, any anything to it. It's just, it's knowing. It just happens. I, I remember when my um my baby was born. I have a three year old now, <laughs> and she, I took a step further in in beyond natural childbirth and had her at home. And I remember when she came out, she just inched her way over. <laughs> to nurse without, she just got here and she just did, I didn't, they didn't, um, the midwife said, watch this, and she literally inched her way over to my breast and latched on. Wow. Without trying, just fresh in the world and just did it. That's amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that was like, wow. Okay. And so there are some, some things I think that um as a child if you think about all the things that we were told no and you can't and Mm -hmm. and um my first my first son this is a this is a story that i i I used to tell at a staff meeting but my son when he turned three he wanted a pair of skates and so he got these skates for his his three-year-old birthday and he wanted his party was at the school, and he wanted to immediately put those skates on and skate. And I'm like, no, Kidar, you're gonna fall, you're gonna break your neck. All <laughs> you know, those things that your parents tell yes. you. <laughs> you don't even know how to skate yet. And he was so determined. He was like, yes, Mama, I want to put the skates on. And he was just bugging me, bugging me, bugging me. And I was like, okay, fine, put them on. But whatever happens, you know, it's on you. <laughs> And my son put those skates on and skated. He, and it was like, oh, in, in that moment, skate? it was in that moment that I said, I would never tell him, he, like put my own fears right. onto him and doubt what he know, mm-hmm. he know how to do. Mm-hmm. There was no fear. It, it was, was no fear. He, he knew that he could do it. Mm-hmm. It was me and if we think about all the people that we allow to take our sense of knowing true. away from us true
2: and that even and a lot of times we don't even know that that's happening right you know until you tap into and be like "Well, why was i ever thinking like this right. and you think a little bit deeper like oh that's where i got it from right
1: why why did we buy into that yeah. Yeah. it's a learned behavior yeah a lot of it is you know, passed on to us from our environment, from our families, Mm -hmm. from our friends, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, I work with students uh, in, in an engineering program that I have and a part of the program, the children get flight lessons. And when the parents, you know, they have to come to the airport to see the children fly. And when they take that first, you know, 30 minute flight, if you could see the parents' faces, you know, because a lot of us, you know, they well, a lot of the, the students they may not know anybody in their family or anyone that looked like them that fly a plane, so it's way outside of the child's comfort zone, but more, but more so the parents' comfort zone, and so there's so much conversation that goes on, you know, on the um. Air strip where we we're like watching the children getting ready to go in the air, mm-hmm. and the pilot's like, "Oh yeah, he's gonna do the takeoff now. This is their first time." And they're like, "What? You gonna let them do the takeoff?" So some of the parents go into complete panic mode, <laughs> but we're like, "Okay, just they know what they're doing. You know, <laughs> they've been doing this for since 1997, and mm-hmm. more than two million children in the air without an incident. And so when they do it, and they come back." The children are, like, just wide open mm-hmm. with so many possibilities. Like, what's next? What's mm-hmm. next? And the parent is like, oh, my goodness. You know, they that, that fear that they were about to put on their child and prevent them from, from doing something that they have never done. Right. You know, it's like, oh. And they start thanking me. I'm so glad that you have this program and that – my child was exposed to this and to that and that's something that you know i you know throughout my whole academic career one of the most rewarding experiences that i've had with children is seeing them do things for the first time go somewhere for the first time Mm -hmm. it's you can see their whole world shift and it's amazing so some of the things that you
2: experienced and learned while you were in India, so you're back now,
1: mm-hmm.
2: how do you feel?
1: I feel like I'm integrating with everything that I learned. I feel like um, I just see things completely different. Um, I noticed that some things have manifested in my life that wasn't there before, you know, um, new business opportunities, new um increase in finances and all of that where i don't i don't I couldn't see the blockages before, but when I came back it was just something that I left mm-hmm. there and it was, a, it was it's just been a natural attraction, and what I find that I'm doing differently is you know what they tell us to do is 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 act you know where we were talking about act in spite of fear but mm-hmm acting ferociously like don't let something don't sit on it act immediately like if you have an opportunity or you need something you have something that needs to get done don't put it on a to do list do it right then do it mm-hmm. right there and then you'll find that when you, when you take that next step it's like more things come to you and I've been finding that ever since I've been back everything that, that has come before me I've taken action, immediate, massive action on it, and it's like a whole nother world. It's just leading me to more and more opportunities, mm-hmm. and it's been great. Wonderful.
0: Yeah. And I just want to comment on that because a lot of times when we talk about manifesting and um, you know dreaming a future that's better than the one that's today, um, when it gets to the part about taking action, we become fearful. Right. And One thing that I've learned recently is the same way, no matter what question you ask to the universe, you're going to get an answer. And the same way you can ask the question like, okay, what's the next step? You can also ask the question, what's the next easy step? What's the easy step that I can take that's going to give me huge results? Mm -hmm. Um, And so steps that are comfortable, like ask for steps that are within your comfort zone, things that, you know, like I always say, there's a million ways to get anything done so you don't have to take the hardest route (laughs) you know ask for an easier route ask for a route that is in your comfort zone something you can do something that's easy something you can accomplish today and that will have massive results in the long run
1: and that is i'm so happy you said that because you know we always hear step outside your comfort zone Mm -hmm. you know and that can be pretty scary Mm -hmm. um but every single thing that I had imagined for myself as far as being able to be at home, um, I, w- I met a phase in my life where I just wanted to be a mother, where before I was a mother, but I was a businesswoman, and I was juggling so much. And so now I'm at a point where I can be the, the type of mother that I want want to be, that is fully present, with my children and I can travel the world mm-hmm.
0: with the kids in hand
1: and I can have an income
0: listly. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the story we all wanna hear about. <laughs> <Do tell. laughs> so we're not gonna ask you to come back anytime soon because I know we have taken up your time and I'm so glad you have been gracious enough to come back for episode number three to share with us um but hopefully in the future we'll talk more about how you're able to be a mother the kind of mother that you want to be and to travel the world and to effortlessly have income flow to you
1: yeah that's going to be an exciting show
0: (laughs) yes can't wait (laughs) we um if listeners can just take a little time and think about just the difference between hoping for something, believing something and knowing something. There're two there are three different levels. There're hoping, believing and knowing. Until next week. This is our vet. This is Diana. Bye. Bye.